You are listening to WHOA Podcast, coming to you from Gainesville, Florida. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the WHOA GNV Podcast, the coronavirus sessions. Um, we're changing things up just a little bit right now as we are going through this trial together. Um, we do have a few more episodes that we're going to be putting out of our regular podcast, but obviously we're not able to get into the studio right now just with, you know, just with our uh, social distancing, right, Michael? <laughs> so it would be the word of 2020, right? Social distancing. <laughs> social distancing. You know, it's funny talking about the word, the word of 2020. You know, we started off with, uh, with frictionless, <laughs> with frictionless. And now I feel like, um, it's been nothing but friction. Just navigate the friction. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so you know, podcast fam, um, we're going to be bringing daily, uh, daily episodes. We're going to make these a little bit shorter. We're going to call them the coronavirus sessions. We're going to be doing it via Zoom and, and, and inviting guests uh, in on these to, to really talk about, you know, how we're navigating uh, this, this virus from from a business standpoint, from a, from a community standpoint, right? Like how Gainesville um, is going to handle this. And, uh, and it's been super interesting so far because I've had a lot of people reaching out to me directly, uh, really asking about how New Scooters for Less is going to be doing, you know, what we're doing. Um, you know, it, it, I feel in a weird place sometimes, Mike, because I, I, I don't have the answers. <laughs> right. You know, I've never, it, it, it's I, tough, yeah. We've never navigated anything like this before, right? So, no. but one of the things um, that's interesting, especially in a seasonal business, and we'll get into this, is we do we are kind of conditioned to adapt and and have to act quickly, and and I don't know if that's why people might be looking toward you. You are that community leader, but but that ability to kind of change on a moment's notice, like we're seeing a lot of other businesses do, is is a skill that I think is important to to highlight. So, yeah, um, so. You know, and, and I, I personally, like, I'm honored that, you know, people value my opinion and, and want to know what we're doing. And I'll be happy to share any advice. And I know that you would be, will be too, Absolutely. Um, about what we're doing. But, uh, you know, just complete transparency. We're trying to navigate this just like everybody else in town, right? Right. Um, so let me, let me start this just a little bit. I want to let people know that we're going to be putting out these daily at noon, uh, really starting in April. And we're just going to like, it's going to be a short, I mean, like, I don't know how long it's going to be, but these are going to be 30 minute uh, podcasts and, you know, it's going to be very focused on this topic, right? Kind of navigating this virus. I'm sure we'll get into other stuff, but like, that's the whole core here is we feel responsible as a podcast and as being Gainesville's business podcast to, to really get information to our business owners here in Gainesville and to help them navigate and, and help them, but like all of us together as a community navigate this. Um, so I wanna let people know, we really need your support. And I know that everybody else needs your, needs your support too. Uh, what's been really cool so far for me is really seeing the community come together. Um, I know that these are, these are big time trials, right? But, uh, what's what's cool is like during during these trials is really seeing the community come together the support um you know of everybody just really being there for each other that that really inspires me um but i'll tell you right now like this podcast and new scooters for less like we really 
we really need business. We really need support. So um, if you want to sponsor one of these episodes, reach out to me directly, just Colin, uh, C-O-L-L-I-N at repaintthewall.com. And, um, and we'll get you set up with a sponsorship. Um, we're going to be offering, in, in comparison to the normal podcast episodes, these are going to be heavily discounted because one, we want it to you know, to help the businesses that are sponsoring. Um, we want to be able to support them as well. Um, but my goal here is really just to help us cover the cost of, of doing this, of, of the production. Not necessarily, <laughs> there's not a lot of, uh, video time right now. <laughs> but uh but they're but you know we're still paying our team to edit it to get it out there online and that kind of thing um I, I can tell you right now that my biggest goal through all of this is um is to keep our people employed <laughs> right right like i i've seen people already make layoffs and make those hard decisions. And, and that's the last thing that I want to do. So being able to provide for our team, like that's my biggest priority right now. Um, and then of course, ensuring that at the end of this, we still have a business to come back to. So anyway, if you're interested in sponsoring, we would love your support. And, and really, I just want to go ahead and kind of dive into this, Mike, because a lot of people have been asking us, and this is why I wanted to make this just number one, just you and me having a conversation because we haven't seen each other in a week and a half. Yeah, about. So last week we all started working remotely. Um, so we had our sales, we had our sales and office like admin team working remotely, working from home and had our service team still going to the dealership. Uh, we did fall within that. What, what's the term that they use? Uh, essential? essential business. Yeah, no, they're essential business. Um, you know, we, we are shut down. We're, we're not open to the public. Um, so, so that's key one. Uh, but, but as an, as an auto repair shop, I mean, we would kind of fit under that because that is what we are doing. Obviously there's a lot of people that rely on scooters for transportation in Gainesville. Um, and, and whether they're stay home or not, there's still people that have to get to and from the store to get essential needs and stuff. So people rely on their scooters for that. And that's why we're kind of fit in under that essential business category. We are shut down to the general public. Um, there is no store traffic. Um, you know, there's, there's, everything's pretty much contactless. Uh, we do have some employees that are going to the service department, um, two or three at a time, uh, distance, you know, we're thankful to have such a, such a big service department that they can still keep their distance um, while working on scooters and processing everything. Um, but yeah, it's, it's different. <laughs> um, you know, definitely thankful for, for our team's response to this and everybody doing what they can. Um, but it's, it's, it's challenging. I mean, you get, you get employees that are being told that, look, I don't care if it's Corona related or not. Like if you feel the least bit sick, you can't come in. Um, and so balancing balancing having a staff to work with the the needs of our customers the needs of our community um the our responsibility to make sure that they are paid um it's 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 been challenging but i would say that that we've we've navigated it well um in terms of you know, dealing with the hand that that's been dealt you know yeah well i mean obviously for us service right now is the only income right so, and when you look at our business, when you look at new scooters for less, you know, service makes up only 
20, 25% of revenue. You know, we heavily depend on scooter sales. And so the fact that our showroom is shut down to the public um, is difficult right now, right? Yeah, it's funny. I, I joke with this with people sometimes, but I, I think the outside perception, you, whether you spend a day, a week, or, or years in Gainesville, is that, man, if I was going to run a business, scooter business seems like it's so lucrative, right? Um, I think what a lot of people don't realize is, is, for one, obviously, the seasonality that a lot of businesses have to do with in Gainesville, but, but that we are super reliant upon the college demographic for our business. And what we're used to is, you know, business being really hot whenever a semester starts and then it kind of trickles down and we ride this roller coaster. Um, but when the students are sent home, there's nobody buying. They're not using their scooter so much for it to get service. Um, it's it, our, our main demographic, our main client base is now out of town. Um, so, so that makes it very challenging. Um, one thing that we are fortunate with the way our business is set up is to allow them to store their scooters with us. Um, so for the first, you know, for, for the month of March, we, we did just from a strictly business standpoint, get a lot of revenue from people that were, uh, dropping off their scooters for storage. Um, first it was temporarily, let's just store it for the month of March. And then as things could progress, a lot of those changed into full summer storage reservations. Um, so that's a service that we can offer our customers because they don't, they don't know when they're going to come back to Gainesville right now. Um, I think most people are kind of zeroing in on the fact that they're not going to come back until August. Um, but we're able to offer that service to them to make sure that their scooter doesn't get stolen and that when they do come back, it's going to be working properly. Um, so that's a nice, uh, you know, jolt of revenue into our business to keep us paying our employees for, you know, the next month or two but eventually that that runs out um so so like you were saying service becomes the lifeblood um and it's gonna be challenging we do we do thankfully have a lot of scooters to service still right now but with less scooters being used less scooters on the road um it's going to be imperative for us to find ways to to still maximize uh, revenue channels uh through service through parts through everything to kind of keep uh keep things going you know until we get to august yeah, so let's talk about like when we first realized all this was going down. Do you remember when it was, approximately? Oof, you know, it, I feel it, like it was like mid March. Yeah, mid March. It, it kind of followed the national timeline. I mean, I, you, you keep your eyes on it from afar as things are starting in Asia and coming over, um, but it didn't. You know, it's it's tough to pinpoint an exact date, but it didn't start seeming like oh, this is something we're gonna have to. It's seriously gonna shape our year until uh, early to mid-March, yeah. And then that's when UF said, we're moving classes online. Completely online, yeah. So when they did that, we immediately went into, I mean, we adapted to the point where it's like, okay, we, we knew that we normally start preparing for storage, like April, we know that. End April, yeah. End of, end of April, students are gonna leave, People are graduating early May, like even, even now with it being, you know, we're recording this on March 29th. I mean, we're really not even like doing much in terms of storage, just kind of like normally we're just kind of like putting a little bit of information out there saying, get ready, this is coming. But we instantly had to go into, all right, if UF is going to close classes like on campus for two weeks, 
we're going to do a two week storage. They said, we're going to do 50 bucks, two week storage, bring your scooter in, go home, watch your classes online, come back. And of course that timeline got, you know, pushed till the end of the semester. And now they're even talking, I don't even know, did they even make a decision about uh, summer classes yet? I mean, I know that there was talk about them being canceled. I know there was talk about them being online. I mean, do you even know? Right. I, I honestly don't know right off the bat. I, I feel like from what I've heard, from what I've seen, I, I still get a lot of emails from customers that are, are you know, students that are, are handling this as the information comes available. And I think everybody, at least today, expects to be back in August. Summer classes seem like they're still going to be online. Um, but that's subject to change. I mean, things are things are so volatile right now with the information we get. It seems like you could make a lot of plans um, that could just change tomorrow, you know? Yeah. So I feel like we adapted really well. I mean, at least in terms of, at least in terms of like dropping everything we're doing and going strictly to focusing on storage. I mean, we did that. We did that really quick. Um, I would say, I mean, from numbers, I think we only have about half of what we had last year. Does that sound about right? Yeah, it's, it's tough because, um, when we, when we typically internally look at, at storage reservations that include summer B, um and and those we don't pick up until july um so if i look at total reservations yeah it's about it's about two-thirds of what we normally get i would say um and and i don't know where that other third is it's i mean it could be with other other businesses they could be out by their dorms maybe people left early and just you know figured they'd they'd handled you know it in the grand scheme of things, the scooter's important, uh, but like if, if they're getting out of town, maybe they have family that's infected that needs carry, like that's the last thing on their mind, right? So maybe they just left them in their apartments or dorms or whatever. Um, but but yeah, I mean, just, just looking at the strict numbers, I'd say we're about two thirds of what we normally are for storage reservations for the summer. Um, um, well, and a lot of people were asking me like some of the things that, that we were doing. So, <clears throat> so yeah, I mean, storage, that was the first move was adapting, shifting towards focusing on storage. Now, I mean, in terms of our people and taking care of our people, like we decided to front 40 hours of PTO because we already had team members that were sick, um, not necessarily from this virus or anything, but they like were already feeling, feeling ill. We had some people who just didn't feel comfortable coming in and, and being around other people. So we're trying to empathize with that, right? So we've, we, we decided that we were going to front an additional 40 hours of PTO, which we've done. Um, now we're trying to figure out what, what the next steps are, right? I'm, I'm scrambling trying now that this stimulus package came out. So all the business owners that are listening, I mean, I'm sure all of you know by now, but government approved. We're all doing the same thing. Yeah. Government approved a $2 trillion um, stimulus package. So now I'm like filling out all these applications, trying to like figure out all this stuff. And I'd already done it before that package had come out, at least through the SBA and and the resources that they already had. So I'm still trying to navigate that. Um, but really like what, what's next? Like when we're looking at new scooters for less and the months ahead, like what's, what's next in, in your mind? Like where, where's your mindset at right now? Yeah. Um, it, it's tough because it's, it's it's hard to see what the demand is going to be, at least as it relates to scooter service and sales. If, if this, I mean, on one hand you hear the plans are, you know, by Easter, like everything's going to be open back up. I don't know that that's going to happen or not. 
um, whether whether we end up finding ways, devising ways to do service on site. Like that's something that I've thought about. Do you know? Does somebody needs an oil change on their scooter? Do I just go out to their apartment and do it? Can we do it mobily? Like, do we have to figure out ways to do that? Um, it that's an option. I mean, it's it's also interesting that there are some sales trickling in through email. Like I've been talking to to a couple clients, uh, whether they're past customers that are looking to upgrade, or I've, I've got a guy that's um, kind of in South Florida that's looking at this motorcycle. Like I'm still. I'm still trying to get creative and find ways to get sales leads, um, which are few and far between right now, but anything helps. Um, so I think it's just, it's a constant, you know, you, you ask like, you know, where do you see us in the next couple of days or weeks? Like, I, I, I don't know. I think every day it's like you wake up and you try to look for opportunity. Uh, you know, what are we missing? What could we take advantage of more? Um, you know, it, it's again, it's, it's, it's interesting being in the business that we are this, this time of year, it, it's we're kind of in this boat normally like you know looking for every opportunity that we can to maximize revenue because this is this is kind of the downward side of that roller coaster that we're used to riding um so some of that behavior is conditioned where we're you know more than ever you're zeroed in on every opportunity you can to bring in some revenue um it's just the challenge is doing it from home and, and balancing everything else um but I think, you know, whether it's online part sales, we've talked about that, like, you know, let's go in and take pictures of parts uh, because there are people that it doesn't have to be in the Gainesville market that might need access. Maybe their hometown dealership or, or whatever is closed down and doesn't have the ability to serve their needs. So maybe, maybe taking pictures of online parts and getting those out on the web that we can ship is an option. Um, but I think it's just it's just sitting down and, and sometimes like like the way we're handling this podcast right now, sometimes he's ideas come in the middle of the night you wake up and and you're like oh i've got it this is what i need to be doing tomorrow and you start you jot everything down keep that pad of paper by your bed jot everything down and then you execute tomorrow on ideas you don't know when they're going to come but it's it's literally just taking every single opportunity and and going for it to see what you can do to kind of make ends meet between now and any time that normalcy may resume you know whenever that might be yeah i mean it's crazy because i was peacefully sleeping that night i woke up I don't, know ever, I don't know that you're ever peacefully sleeping you're always like engaged <laughs> a little bit but. i woke up at one o'clock in the morning and it was up till 6 a.m and came up with this entire plan for the podcast because the one thing that i know is that our community needs us like uh you know we we gotta we gotta be the voice of small business and get and get uh, and not just i'm not when i say we i mean the podcast like actually getting small businesses like in to talk about this with us right and that way we can share these ideas and share everything that's happening um whether it's a small business big business uh you know our business leaders we'll get some of them in town like the, the i mean just everybody contributing to this together and trying to get through this together and i i just instantly went on fire and was like okay like this is what i think we should do um interesting <laughs> the you know the biggest thing that I see from an impact for new suitors for less is sales. And that's probably the thing that worries me the most. Um, you know, we're going to send out a newsletter saying that we'll still meet uh, by appointment only. And, and I know that we're talking about like creating ways to, for customers to buy a scooter without ever stepping foot in the dealership and being able to take the scooters to them and doing paperwork with them that like that kind of thing. I mean, there's definitely going to be a, an evolution of business. Um, for us and for everybody, for sure. Uh, my my biggest thing is like, 
trying to gauge how many scooters we normally sell between March and August and realizing that that number is going to be really low this year um, and trying to, to figure out how we're going to uh, generate revenue without those sales, I think is definitely a challenge. Uh, we, we, you know, I, I, we've always known that we've been so dependent on the University of Florida and the student market. Um, and we probably shouldn't have waited so, so long to come up with new revenue streams. But, you know, it's like, at, I mean, this is when you get tested, right? Now now we, can, we kind of have to go back to our roots. A lot of people might not know this, but like we were big time eBay people in the beginning. Right. So now we got to kind of get back to those roots and do more some eBay auctions or an eBay store and like get a lot of this stuff online. Um, so it's going to we're going to have to quickly adapt. And I know that a lot of small businesses in Gainesville are going to have to do exactly the same. Um, so I just want them all to know that like we're in this together. Uh, everybody is going to have to adapt to adapt in some sort of capacity. Um, and so I don't know, like I would like to throw out a few ideas for our small business community out there because um I mean, I know there's just a lot of a lot of things on people's mind, and there and we got plenty we got plenty of podcasts to talk about ideas and and different things. But um, some of the things that I want people to be aware of right now are that, especially I, I just want to go to like the membership based stuff. You know, like if you have like a gym membership, this is this is one of my biggest fears right now. Is that you know there's a lot of fitness centers and that kind of thing. And there's going to be this mindset of if I can't use the facility that I'm paying for, I'm going to cancel my membership. And that might have, you know, if that's a call that you have to make from a financial standpoint, because maybe you lost your job or, you know, you're, you're just struggling. So, you know, maybe you had to take a decrease of 30% on your check uh, or, you know, whatever the case might be there. Sure. There's going to be instances where you have to, but I really want to encourage everybody that if you do not have to, if you can still financially pay, even though you're not able to use the facilities to please do so, because there's just people's jobs depend on it. Um, you know, and, and I know I, I have a feeling that a lot of these fitness studios that have had to close because they were forced to, um, you know, they're going to offer, they're going to do what's right. They're going to say, Hey, like, we're willing to, you know, pause your membership. We're willing to, um, give you a, a refund, you know, cancel your membership. Like I, these are the things that I think will happen. Um, but I just really want to encourage people to not do that. If they can still pay whatever the fee is, the monthly fee is, then, then to please do it because, um, I mean, there's just so many jobs out there that, that depend on it. Um, any thoughts on that? No, I mean, I tend to agree. I, I can tell you my, my uh, gym, they've, they've been forced to close, obviously, and, and they've pretty much paused everybody's membership. Um, but you do see that, it, it, whether it's a local gym or, or something like that, and it doesn't have to be gyms. It's just a good, a good um, right. example that if you have the means to do so, um, you know, everybody's looking, looking for help. And I think that that's one of the cool things that, that you see in this, you know, I'm a, I'm a silver lining type of person. I like to see that. Um, but it's, it's people coming up with new ideas, um, on the fly and, and running with it, but it's also watching, like, I, you know, 
so many restaurants that I follow, I watch on Facebook and they're all, for one, they're all taking out their phones and, and self-logging this, which I think I, I wanted to talk to you about that kind of often, but it's funny how many people are, are now self-logging and, and you're getting in, you're getting uh, a chance to check in with these businesses in a way that you never did before. So I think that's one of the cool things. But what I was going to say is, is it's, it's the people on the front lines, the, the bartenders, the servers that are doing this. And what I'm starting to see now is them starting to give love to the back of the house and they're setting up where they're used to be, you know, relying on tips. They're setting up tip funds and stuff for the back of house members because they're the ones crushing through all these takeout orders and demands and stuff like that. And I think in our business too, I mean, we're such a sales driven business, um, but most of our staff is in the service department. And I think that they tell you sometimes they, you know, we, we try to make everybody feel, uh, part of the team and everything like that but like it, when you're so sales driven it's, it's easy for them to I'm struggling with the right way to put that but you know get get the recognition that they deserve and and right now it's like here we are in a situation where we we need them and they're right. stepping up to the plate and and I just think that's awesome to see um but back to your point it's just like I if you if you've got the means to to keep the community afloat whether that's getting takeout orders or leaving your membership open or or whatever um i definitely think that that's what we're seeing and that's what i would encourage uh, people to keep doing because it's super vital um yeah. to, to kind of keep that money local and on the uh on the the vlogging standpoint uh so i have a facebook group it's a private group called gainesville business owners and if you and gainesville business owners if you're listening uh you should be able to search for it and find or but i mean if you can't find it just send, just message me directly and I can get you a link and get you in there. But like I'm, I put a video in there talking about content creation and saying, saying this is, this is the time. Like if you've never stepped outside of the box and created a vlog or documented or did a little journal, a journal to kind of talking about your experience through this, this is the time to do it because so many people get so like, so afraid of, you know, Oh, nobody cares what I have to say. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to be judged for my video content quality. I'm going to be judged for this. But I'm like, I'm like, dude, what are you talking like right now? Like we're all, everybody's going through the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. We can all relate to this story, right? We can all relate to this. So for us to be able to like share our version of it, it's cool. And so, and, and I put that out there on a video and you're right, since I've seen so many people do more content, people that have never seen do content before do yeah. content, which is really cool. I mean, I'm like interested. It's I'm fun. Like, yeah. And so, I mean, that's like, that's one of the pluses of this, I guess, is that uh, being able to share the, the relationship side, the person, the personal side. Um, but I want to wrap this up in a couple minutes cause I do want to keep these kind of short and micro, micro, more micro pieces, you know, I'm going to keep these to about a half hour or so, but I had right. a couple of ideas that I wanted to share with our audience. Um, and one of them was to tell customers to buy future services. So one of the things that I'm going to be pushing with new scooters for less is I'm going to be sending out newsletters to our customers saying, look, like guys, like we need your support. Like we're like, Again, service only accounts for 20% of our business. We, like, we need money now. And if we can't sell scooters, that's a problem. So one of the things that I'm going to be doing is really trying to push the maintenance packages, right? Like buy, buy your maintenance now, even though you won't need it for the next two years, but buy it in a bulk package now. And that way we can get it and get a discounted rate on it. 
Yeah, yeah, that's that's right. We all, it's a bulk package, so you get a discounted rate. So we're going to be really pushing our maintenance packages, um, and and even like gift cards. You know, one of the things that even a neighbor here, a neighbor here went to Paisanos, bought a bunch of Paisanos gift cards, and gave them out to the neighbors as gifts, which I thought was really cool. You know, and she's a hey, it's supporting a local business. They're getting the money now, and you know, and that's. I mean, that's what it's all about. So buy gift right. cards. If you're a business, sell gift cards or sell gift certificates to your, to your company. Um, so, but those are a couple of the things that have been on my mind. Another is, you know, there's just, there's just this outpouring of community support right now. So like add a donation link to your website. Um, one of the things that I want to do on New Scooters Plus's website up there next to our links that say, culture scooter you know scooters scooter repair i just want to put one that says you know donations <laughs> and then have it link to a place where people can just donate money to support our business because the truth is like a lot of businesses a lot of small businesses i mean you have you have super fans you know i think about kim kaup and talking about super fan super fan culture you know you do have people who absolutely like i'm not kidding dude like i i would some of the some of the restaurants in here in town like if I, <laughs> I I'm, like, I'm ready to buy stock in them just yeah, to make yeah, sure. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm ready to buy stock in these restaurants to make sure that they do not go out of business because, like, I am super fans of their food. Uh, <laughs> you know, right. so, so I mean, I think having a, a place where people can just donate donate money, um, you know, is, is is something that could be easily done. And and definitely, if you're not sending newsletters to your to your customer base, you need to be. Um, I think communication is critical right now. I, I know that there's a lot of email newsletters. I think, you know, every time I open my email, I see COVID-19 newsletter from some company, but, but our attention is there. Like we're definitely spending more time in our, in our email right now, trying to, you know, engage with our customers. And so, um, so it's a good place to, to communicate with your customer base and get information out there. So I would definitely encourage, uh, every, you know, everybody to do that if you're a small business here in town. And, um, it's funny, you know, talking about zoom. So I, <laughs> you know, because this is something that I've noticed has increased a lot, right? Like this is, this, if this is going to become a status quo where people are going to do, people are going to do this more. Like, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about doing like a, a podcast uh, social hour. Like everybody grab a beer and like, let's all get in here on Zoom and like just yeah. do like a social hour. Uh, and maybe we'll do that. Maybe I'll just like pick a date and do that. Uh, actually, we should just do that. That'd be fun. You want to pick a date real quick? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm definitely down. I mean, this is like, this will probably air you know, on the first or so, maybe we do like a, like a Friday night, like a Friday, like 5 p.m. thing. Sure. Yeah, that'd be good. This Friday know. the 3rd? Yeah. No, I don't, I think it's too soon. Like maybe the 10th. Oh, that's too soon? I'm ready we'll to go, like, man. <laughs> we'll do like Friday the 10th. All right. Let me write that down. Will that work? Does that work for you? What do you, th yeah. What do you, what are you thinking? Uh, I think everybody gets on, like, I'll send out, I'll put a Zoom link up. Everybody gets on Zoom at, like, 5 o'clock on Friday night and uh, grab grab a beer from your fridge and let's just hang out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's do it. April 10th. Let's do it. Hey, April 10th at 5 p.m., yeah? Yeah. 
So anyway, uh, th- I mean, but this is this. My point being, like, I think this is going to become more normal. Like, I think we're going to do this a lot more. Um, I went and bought uh, a, I bought some stock in, in Zoom. <laughs> yeah, just just because I'm like, I'm like, oh, this is like, I, I think Zoom is going to increase because of all this. People are, are going to get these Zoom subscriptions and stuff. But um, you know, it's it's just it, it's just going to be interesting to see how how we adapt, how we evolve. Um, I'd encourage our podcast family to stay connected, reach out to us, um, share these, you know, share these videos, share these podcasts and, uh, you know, let's, let's stay in in touch with each other. If there's anything you guys need, definitely let us know. Definitely. And don't relax, don't relax too much. I mean, for some, I I think it it feels like a vacation because you're not in your, your routine, but whether it's a, a personal routine, make sure you're still working out at home and eating well, don't let this layoff become an excuse to not take care of yourself. And, and from your businesses too, I mean, find ways to stay engaged with your customers. Don't fall asleep on your emails and voicemails. I mean, find ways to check in remotely to, to make sure your customers are being taken care of. I think that's super important. I think it's a little easy to just, you know, don't, don't you know, focus on what you need to focus on. But when you've got time, make sure that you're still giving it attention, even though that everything is, you know, a little off kilter from your normal routine. Yeah, that's good. I mean... Boris really, Boris from my IT masters really hooked us up, help, help. I mean, I mean, we're, yeah. we're, pay, we're paying them, but it's like service is well worth it. I mean, we have all of the, we have all the phone calls being forwarded to our cell phones right now. We got our VPN set up so we can access our servers. So we're able to get into our point of sale from home. Uh, I mean, it's, he, he's been incredible just to help us get to a remote standpoint, really. For sure. Yeah. So, but shout yeah, out to Boris. Yeah. Shout out Boris. Love you, man. Um, so I mean, that's, that's really it, man. So everybody, you guys like, again, look for these every day at noon, uh, on Facebook, on YouTube, and of course on all podcasting platforms, we're going to, we're going to get it out there. Um, our, our job, our job, like we want to, I mean, we, we feel we're passionate about this community and we want to make sure that you guys are staying informed on, what's happening but most most importantly just just being there to support each other and to help each other get through this and uh i don't know i'm just i'm super grateful for this community this is going to be a test and a trial for for many of us but um but we're going to get through this as a community we're going to get through this we're going to be okay um you know sure people people are going to lose jobs and businesses are going to go out of business i hope that through this podcast we'll be able to limit that as much as possible but the one thing that i know is that moments like that moments like these like or they just define our character they're going to help us become better leaders and and prepare us for the future right absolutely well said man i i totally agree um i think it's important just to kind of you know now more than ever have each other's back whether it's businesses or individuals check in on your neighbors make sure everybody's good um and and yeah we'll we'll get through this and if you guys want to support us Go buy a t-shirt right now. Go buy a podcast t-shirt at whoagnb.com. That money will help us uh, get through this from the podcast standpoint. And um, that's it, everybody. We love you, Gainesville. Stay strong. Holler at us if you need us. This is the WHOA GNV podcast. The podcast bringing you businesses and individuals that make you go, Whoa! <laughs> See you later. Bye.